It's the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you want to start your own podcast, go to anchor.fm or to your phone's app stores and download Anchor today. Okay, everyone. So I wanted to take a little bit of time away from my podcast to bring an awareness to the real pandemic that's going on in this country, human trafficking. Now, everyone knows that the border is a crisis right now, and this is one of the things that happens with a open border is we're seeing a lot of human trafficking coming in and out of this country. So you see $150 billion in illegal profits per year. 4.8 million people trafficked for forced sexual exploitations. You also have 71% of those being women and girls. 0.04% of the survivors of human trafficking cases are identified. Now, there's an amazing nonprofit organization. They're a 501c3. The name is Change Unchained. You can go to changeunchained.com and it gives their backstory and what they're about. Now, this is ran by Troy and Tiffany. And Troy is a U.S. Navy chief petty officer. And him and his wife, they go out and they do the search and rescue operations. And then they also do the aftercare for the survivors. They have a ranch called the Burn It Down Ranch where they build tiny homes. And the survivors get to come back and they'll live in these tiny homes and they will receive their aftercare. So they are in need of help getting some donations. They have a merch link on their website. So you can go on their website and buy their merch and all that profit goes towards the tiny homes and the aftercare for those survivors. So if you would, please go and check out changeandchain.com. Thank you. Welcome to the show, everyone. Is it just me or is time just really, really starting to fly by? You know, I'm just thinking about it this morning. My uh, youngest son, Jake, it's his birthday today. So happy birthday to you, Jake. Uh, 19 years old. I'm surprised you've made it this long. I'm just kidding. You know, we're tough, resilient people, the people in our family. So 19 years old, I wish I was that young. Well, not quite that young, but I wish I was a little bit younger. But just having kids and just life, I mean, things just go by faster as you get older. And I've heard a little bit about uh, the kind of the theory on that, about how as we grow older, it's less experiences we're having to to deal with and to experience. So it makes time go by faster. When you're younger, you got so many different experiences. You're out there just, you know, like a sponge, just soaking it up and makes time seem like it's going by and taking forever to go by as, as a kid. But like I said, happy birthday, Jake. Uh just makes me feel even older, you know, having a 19-year-old. 
Next month, my oldest, Isaac, he'll be 21. So, really makes me feel fucking old. And feel like I need to be put in, like, a fucking nursing home or something. At least I feel that way. My body tells me that after every weekend I work, my body reminds me I'm not young anymore and that um, I'm getting closer to being in a nursing home. But anywho, just on to the craziness of this world that we live in right now. You know, you got so many different things going on in the world. You know, you got Biden who was supposed to... uh, I don't know. He wasn't even going to go to Ohio. He went to Ukraine instead. Took them $500 million hush-hush money to Zelensky. So, you know, the Biden crime family can continue to do what it does. And then, you know, the old shit fell down the stairs and then he fell up the stairs. So they're going to have to get one of those little seat machines to fly him up into the fucking airplane because that motherfucker can't walk up steps. I have a hard time walking up steps at my age, but Jesus Christ, come on. Can't you make sure that you have a team member or a Secret Service member walk that old fuck right up the steps or right down the steps without falling? It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to have people this old run for president and be president. It'd be different if he was cognitively uh, available in the mind, but... That dude's fucking gone. You know, Obama's using a real good puppet. I can tell you that right now. It's awfully funny how this motherfucker just trips and falls up steps. But anyways. Yeah, Biden goes to to Ukraine this week. Doesn't even go to Ohio. But President Trump visited Ohio. He made sure to drop in and take care of those people bringing food and water and a message of, you know, get me back in there and we'll get things taken care of the right way. But there's only oh so much presidents can do. They can't write laws. They can only pass them or veto veto the laws. It's just, I don't understand how people are still falling for the two-party paradigm. These people don't give a fuck about America. It's plain and simple. They're basically a uniparty. They they circle around each other, making all these deals behind closed doors to keep Americans divided and to keep their corporations profiting. And so they can profit as well. And... The title of this of this episode is it's all by design and it is everything that they're doing you know this is coming from the world elite the global elite you know from the 13 bloodlines on down yeah the UN yeah the World Economic Forum you have the IMF the World Bank I mean all of them are all pushing this agenda. This is all by design. And you're seeing it happen not only here, but in other countries all around the world. You know, they want a one-world government, a one-world currency, and a one-world religion. And that's the end goal for them. 
They get all that. It's checkmate. We're all done. And as I've said around several times, all around the world, everybody's looking to the U.S. Are we going to do anything about this? And, of course, a lot of Americans are complacent and we're complicit and we're living our comfy lives. But things are starting to get a lot tougher now with inflation, with the coordinated attacks on our food, our water, our air, our quality of life. It's all under attack. You know, now last week I talked about World War Three and how we are in World War Three, and I've had a lot of comments and and feedback from some people, uh, a lot of a lot of it positive. You know, a lot of people didn't really understand that we were truly were truly under World War Three with all the uh, technological things, uh, with biological uh, warfare that's going on the chemical warfare that's going on, the psychological aspect, the informational aspect, it's all out there. And I've said before that we're in a fifth generational warfare and they want to do it without firing a bullet. And this is one of the ways they can do it with a fifth generational warfare. And that's like misinformation, cyber attacks, uh, AI, autonomous systems, Social engineering. It's all that shit. You know, if they can get it to where they don't have to fire a shot, it's easier for them to take us down. And what I want to talk about today with it being all by design is it's about the things like the East Palestine, Ohio derailment. You know, that is a biological and a chemical warfare on the U.S., on our people. Because there's 250 million people that live east of the Mississippi River. And you had vinyl chloride that was on that train, and it derailed. So they came in there, the authorities did, and they took it over a couple days later, and then they did a controlled-release burn. And they burned all that vinyl chloride and PVC pellets. And they caused all that chemical to get in the air. It already gotten into the soil. It's already gotten into the water. And now it's in the air. Now it's traveling. And last I heard, it's already reached Canada. There's been all kinds of videos across TikTok, Instagram, Twitter of... People's cars were, after it rained, it's got this uh, kind of a milky white residue on their cars. They're showing in streams and in snow the rainbow-colored uh, sediment that's in the water and on the, on the snow. This is shit that's getting into our water resources. It's getting into our land. So it's going to make it that much harder to grow things. It's going to be that much harder to avoid getting that in our systems. You got to remember, this comes straight out of the water and it gets into the air. 
does damage to your liver, causes cancers. Now, you know, there's a lot of things that got tied into this thing about the Ohio derailment. Is there was a movie called White Noise that came out. And it was actually filmed a few miles away from East Palestine. And it was a movie about a train derailment carrying hazardous materials. Hmm. Was Hollywood trying to tell us something again? That damn Hollywood, you know, they always come up with all these different things that, you know, just kind of ties back to something that's going to happen or that did happen after it's already been filmed. Now, you think the movie The Hunger Games is just a movie? Or is it a glimpse into our future? We already know FEMA's broke the country down into sectors. We already know about the 15-minute cities that they're wanting, or smart cities, or mirror cities, whatever you want to call them. They want to implement this. Now, with the train derailment that happened in Ohio, there's been several more afterwards. We just recently had one in Nebraska. And from what I've heard of it, it's... It was like 31 coals full of, uh, 31 cars full of coal. Yeah, it might not be that toxic, but that is resources we use to create fuel. And they're just going after everything. It's all by design. They want to go after our food resources. They want to go after our water resources. Why do you think like a lot of the rivers around the country and some of the lakes around the country are drying up? You have people like uh, T. Boone Pickens who died a few years ago who was going around buying up all the land that had water aquifers and he was going off and draining them and selling the water to third world countries. Now guess who's doing it since T. T. Boone Pickens isn't around. That's right, Bill Gates. It's not only the farmland he wants, he wants all the land that has all the water aquifers so he can drain our water resources. That's why California is consistently almost out of water all the time. Why they have to continue to scale back their energy use and their water use. It's why it's illegal in some states to catch rainwater which I've never totally understood because who are they to own fucking rainwater? It's coming from the sky. It's just like living on Earth. Who's, whose idea is it that we pay to fucking live here? But we continue to do it. We continue to do it, and we only have ourselves to blame. So going into the East Palestine train derailment, a lot of people don't realize that three months prior to the derailment, they launched a MyID digital bracelet system. Yes, that's true. And it was uh, initiated for the digital ID for electronic medical records in case of emergencies. So just one, just one week prior to the derailment, 
the township was out handing out the bracelets to people in East Palestine and in that county. Just unreal. Everything has little steps leading up to it. And the government and the uh, globalists are not hiding this shit anymore. They're doing it deliberately. And you want to know why they're doing it deliberately? Because they have the attitude that we're not going to fucking do a goddamn thing about it. And so far we haven't done shit. And we know exactly what they're up to. They're doing it boldly right in our face. It's like the whole voting thing. They're going to continue to steal elections because we're not getting loud enough. We're not pushing back hard enough to say, hey, we're not going to fucking allow this shit to happen. But they just see it as, eh, we've gotten away with it for this long. We're going to keep doing it and we're just going to start doing it in front of them until they push back. And then that's when they want to try and implement martial law or something of that sort. But we have to do something, people. Neither party works for the American people. They work for the globalists. They work for the corporations. They work for the lobbyists that run our government. So yeah, they've had the uh, My ID digital bracelet system put in place. Um, two weeks before the crash, the CDC updated its page on the vinyl chloride and on how it affects uh, children. Another thing, you know, they want to change all these different verbiages and meanings. The CDC, they're, they're in on it with the World Health Organization and with the United Nations. Um, you've seen, what was it? Uh, I think it was last Sunday or this past Sunday that Biden announced that he will be signing over the national sovereignty of the U.S. to the U.N. and to the World Health Organization uh, over the pandemic and over uh, emergencies. And Congress won't be able to do a damn thing about it. But we need to start getting loud. We need to let him know that he can't do that. He has no fucking authority. I don't care if Congress is allowed to hear it or not, or have any kind of say or not. People who represent us in these states need to fucking get up his ass about what he's trying to do. We need to get louder. We need to get to the point where, hey, if you're going to continue to go down this road, a civil war might just be fucking needed. A revolution just might be needed. I'm not for it, but if we don't have any other way to save ourselves, it'll be time to fucking stand up. We can't just show up at the fucking capitals on a Saturday when they're not fucking working. This shit needs to be going on all week long, Monday through Sunday. Everybody needs to show up, go to the Capitol buildings. You can go to D.C., but I can tell you nothing's going to get done about that, but have the FBI and the CIA pull another fucking black op and it'd be another J6 situation. But the state capitals need to be met with resistance. 
we need to let them know. You represent us. It's time to take our fucking country back. Either you're on our side or you're in our fucking way. You know, and just looking at what's going on with Ohio and, and this whole ordeal uh, with the vinyl chloride. I mean, he had a 1.1 million pounds of it. And the dioxins that are in it are like DDT and Agent Orange. This is shit that's going to have long-term effects. And like I said, there's 250... 250 million people who live east of the Mississippi River. That's more than half of our fucking country. And we're all getting exposed to it. We need to do something. You know, you had this shit happen in Camp Lejeune. You know, same thing. They had a chemical spill of vinyl chloride and some other issues, other uh, chemicals. And it took them years to finally catch on to what was going on. And then finally, like in 2014, they started finally having lawsuits and shit. That chloroethylene oxide attacks humans' DNA. You know, it's going to cause liver cancer, meloma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, breast cancer, esophageal cancer, uh, female infertility, uh, heptic stetosis, lung cancers, miscarriages, neurobehavior effects such as Parkinson's and ALS. The list goes on of the damage it's going to cause, and it's going to take years. We're going to see more and more people that are going to come out, and they're going to have all this shit wrong with them. Now, Dr. Julianne Baer, you know, she said that it transports through the ground, um, through the groundwater, and that it comes out through the through the water into the air. And it's major toxicity for your liver. And she's an expert on vinyl chloride. You know, and the dioxins, they're all deadly toxins of Agent Orange and DDT. Um, it generated um, when chlorinated chemicals like vinyl chloride burn. You know, and they knew that. The people that went down there, they knew that. They knew that whenever they burned all that shit, when they burned the PVC pellets and the vinyl chloride together. They knew what they were doing. They created a chemical weapon. That was one of the largest chemical weapons attack on the U.S. in history. We don't know it yet. A lot of people haven't even woke up to figure it out yet. But that's exactly what that was. It was a chemical warfare. And I said that's one of the major things that we're facing during this World War Three, We're in it right now. Chemical and weapon, chemical and biological warfare. You know, you had, quote unquote, the COVID. Now you have the shot. And now you have overturned 
tractor trailers, carrying hazardous materials, train derailments all across the country. And if you take the map of the U.S. and you look at everything that's happened in the past two weeks, it's making a large circle around the U.S. And that's why I believe that they're trying to get us all into one area so they can put us locked down into 15-minute cities. They're trying to make everything around the outside from coast to coast, border to border, non-livable. They're going to take out as much of the farmland as they can. They're going to take out as much of the water resources as they can. And they're going to push us all to the middle of the U.S. Because under the U.N. Agenda 2030, they can, they're supposedly going to be able to come in and just seize land under a medical emergency or national emergency. That's why you need to look up your laws like the National Defense Authorization Act and look at that. Look at everything that FEMA and DHS are getting passed for their departments. <clears throat> That's why it's been so critical about the border. You know, they're letting in military-aged males to come in here to be cells in different parts of the country because they're going to help out when they decide it's time to shut it down, lock it up, and put everybody in these camps. And that's just, that's fact. That's not conspiracy, that's fact. You know, just millions and millions of people are going to be affected by just the Ohio derailment alone. And this is what they want. This is what I'm saying. This is all by design. You take a look at all the farms. Um, you can get on... Uh, Steph Nash music on TikTok. Uh, you can find her on um, Instagram as well. You can also look up Fox News. She's on Fox News quite regularly, and she talks about, you know, the attack on farmers and ranchers, how they're trying to destroy our food resources. They're wanting you to eat this synthetic shit. And if you actually look at all this Beyond Meat stuff, it's all, it's not healthy at all. None of it is. It's all just nasty ass processed fucking gross food that's going to make you sick. This is why they were pushing for Monsanto and the GMOs here. You know, they want to wipe out all the uh, heirloom seeds on the farms and implement this geomodified, genetically modified organisms and, and the food. It's just not food. It's lab-created shit that's going to poison you. But, <clears throat> you know, Trump went and he made his visit. Um, Aaron Brockovich is supposed to be there today to investigate it. I think she'll be a great lead person to be on this. So I hope that she gathers the people in East Palestine, Ohio, and everybody being affected by this. And there's a massive lawsuit against, one, the rail, railroad company, because I'm not going to let them slide on 
getting off with this. Now, one of two things happened. Either it was a, a mechanical issue, for sure, or somebody tampered with the railroad. And we've seen where in Philadelphia, behind a church where a train track was going that runs behind it, they found a pipe bomb that was on the railroad. Now, there's been a couple others that I cannot confirm yet, but there's been a couple in some other states as well. So, we need to start looking into this even further and even deeper and start finding the people who are doing this shit. Because part of it's going to be our very own government. They're either doing it under the skies of the uh, FBI, Homeland Security, or FEMA, or they're paying someone to do it. Now, we need to be investigating that even further. And that's what I mean. They want to come after our food. They want to come after our water. They want to attack our air quality. It's just we're being attacked on all sides. This is one deliberate attack on the people in the United States. Now, it's happening in other countries, too. Not just here. But we live here in the U.S., and this is a U.S. problem that we need to deal with. We need to quit sending money to the fucking Ukraine. That shit needs to come to a fucking end. There are people in this country that are really starting to struggle right now, and we haven't even hit the tip of the iceberg yet. We haven't even seen the true inflation, the true recession, the true, what I think will be a Great Depression times 10. But, no, we got uh, the potato and cheat over there in Ukraine uh, giving off 500 million dollars to Zelensky and that crime family over there. Uh, you had Biden go to Poland, to Warsaw, and he had his speech there and kind of pointing fingers at Putin, trying to provoke him to go to war with the U.S. and Ukraine. Which is a total fucking joke because he was a blubbering fucking fool. He couldn't even complete all of his sentences. But then you had Russia and Putin. And Putin had his State of the Union address to his people. And he made it very loud and very clear that not one train or not one tank. Not one more ounce of armament to Ukraine from the U.S. or any of the NATO allies. And he's pretty fucking serious about it. I don't, I think he's been pushed to the limit. And how could you not when you are constantly under attack? You know, Trump is no longer in office, so who else can we go after? Putin? Yep, let's go after him. Russian man bad. 
Now, I'm not saying Putin's the greatest person on earth. I do believe that there are things that happen in this country that aren't right. But he knows the game. He knows the players involved in the game. And he knows exactly what the U.S., the U.N., World Economic Forum, IMF, the globalists, he knows what they're all up to. And putting NATO on his doorstep, putting the bioweapons labs on his doorstep, he's got every right to defend his country from being infiltrated by a bunch of fucking evil, sinister people. He just wants his country left the fuck alone. So then you see Xi Jinping go to Moscow yesterday and he met with Putin and you know the 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 thought was he was going there to talk to Putin about a peace plan for the Ukraine but we knew better <clears throat> they were coming up with a defense pact to stand united to share military uh armament share the intel with each other because they've been doing a lot of training and a lot of simulations together. They know what's going on. China's interest is to go into Taiwan, and that's what they're going to do. I think what we're seeing with North Korea and uh, Kim Jong-un, I think he's just, all he's doing is creating a distraction for China to do so. And... China gets into Taiwan, then they will have 78% of our microchips and our microprocessors and all that stuff that would come to us for our technology, and that would absolutely sink us uh, for sure. You know, China's been ramping up uh, its military, you know, putting, you know, battleships and their carrier out in the Taiwan Strait doing simulations and training exercises with Russia. Uh, you know, you, they're getting backed by India and, of course, North Korea and Iran. These are the countries that, other than North Korea, just want to be left the fuck alone. North Korea's they're they're just under a true communist dictator and basically they are the dog on the leash for China and Russia. They tell uh Kim Jong un what to do, how to do it, and when they can do it. And he listens. Because he knows the only way for him to get imported goods is through China. But as far as being able to have the capabilities to launch a nuke, I don't buy it. You know, the last few that he's shot off and barely even got into the air and barely got... One got close to the Japan coast, but it was still, you know, over hundreds of miles off from the coast of, of Japan. But this is all part of it. This is all part of the plan. They want to provoke... World War Three into a physical alt altercation between everybody. 
<clears throat> this is why the U.S. is pressing Putin. This is why they're pressing Xi Jinping. They want to go to war. You know, that's the only way the globalists make money. It's just like back in World War II. Who made the most money out of World War II? The Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. How? They made up from both sides of the war. Because the Rockefellers with the oil and with metal, they sold it to both sides. And the Rothschilds made theirs by funding both sides. So they cre they came out on top. And they were able to make a shit ton of money off all the people that were involved in World War II. And now you see where China is ramping up its global oil buying spree. Now, from what I've seen and I've read, they are sending 14 super tankers uh, to the U.S. Gulf Coast, so they can, so these tank, these super tankers, they can carry 20 million gallons of, or 20 million barrels of oil, and they're sending 14. Now, Unipec, which is their largest oil trader in China, and Sinopec um, is a trading unit of state-held re uh, refinery. And the Petrol China is the largest oil and gas producer and distributor in China. Now, they've made this deal, you know, Biden is selling our strategic oil reserves to them, and they're going to come get it. Originally, China was supposed to get it from, I believe, India or Saudi. I can't remember. It was one of those two countries. And then the deal fell through, and now they're not doing it. But they're coming to the U.S. They're going to take all of our oil, strategic oil reserves. And what they do is they're going to build up their infrastructure. They're buying... Gold, like it's nothing. They are outpacing India, which is unheard of because India has always been the leading gold buyer in the world. They've always bought tons and tons of gold. Now, China's taking that over because they want to back their yuan with gold. And there's talk that they are going to make the yuan a digital currency and back that as well. So I've seen too where Iraq is dropping the dollar for the yuan to trade with China. Now if we start seeing more countries do that, it's sunk and it's time over for the U.S. Because we depend on our petrodollar. And usually whenever the petrol dollar goes down somewhere, the U.S. military is on their doorstep to make them change their mind back. That's what happened with Saddam Hussein in 2003. He dropped the U.S. petrol dollar and went with the euro. And then, of course, we went from invading Afghanistan into invading Iraq. Again. 
And that's just where we're at with it. You know, the, the U.S. petrodollar, the U.S. dollar, all of it is collapsing. It's a fiat currency system. Back when Nixon was in office, it was in the 70s, he took us off the gold standard, and then we went to the fiat currency system. And now it's backed by even more debt. It's a debt-based currency. Eventually, it's going to fail. And it's failing majorly. And tons of countries are tied to us. The only way you get oil is if you trade it on the petrodollar. The only way you get goods and service is if you trade it with the petrodollar. It's the only way it works. But now, as the dollar is collapsing, China's strengthening their currency, you got BRICS, you know, there's, you know, thinking about it too, Libya, that was the uh, downfall to Gaddafi as well. Gaddafi wanted to go to uh, the Dinar and the Central African Union. They were planning on it, and then 2011, his door got kicked in, and the CIA and NATO and all these other forces came in, and they completely toppled that government and then captured him and killed him. And that's what happens. <clears throat> you fuck with petrodollar, military comes knocking on your doorstep. But you're seeing the effects of all this in the U.S. You're seeing the subprime auto loans. Um, the delinquencies are hitting an all-time high. There's more and more people who can't afford their car loans. You got... Um, I think they said 800 big realtors or retailers um, that are filing bankruptcy and closing stores. They're starting to scale back stores. Uh, you got Walmart, Target, JCPenney, Bed Bath and Beyond. It's pretty concerning when you got when you got a lot of stores starting to close. You can go to the Retail Apocalypse uh, website. Look that up. It'll show you all the companies that are in bankruptcy or on the verge of bankruptcy and the ones that are closing up all the stores. It'll give you what uh, retailer it is and how many stores are closing and what areas they are closing in if they have that information. But it's hitting here in the U.S. majorly. I mean, more and, pe more, and more people I know are just... They're strapped. You know, the people who had a little bit of a cushion now don't have that cushion. They are now living paycheck to paycheck. People who were paycheck to paycheck, they're starting to get behind on their bills. And the ones that were already behind their on their bills, they're getting desperate. That's why you're seeing the rise in violence, the rise in robberies and... People going into stores and uh, doing all the bullshit that they're doing in the stores. You see the smash and grabs. You see people just doing holdups. Um, I think the last statistic I've seen was 
robberies were at a 240% increase. A lot has to do with, uh, I don't know, defunding the police. And also involves, you know, living in a Democrat-run state. Because these people that run these states and these cities that are Democrats, they don't give a shit. Lori Lightfoot, she don't give a shit. Gavin Newsom, he don't give a shit. None of them give a shit. And they're going to continue to allow it because they think that the police departments need to be defunded and that we don't need the police to protect and serve on the aspect of crime. Now, as far as the police departments, I do believe that they're needed there for, you know, when we have murders, when we have violence. Yeah, I think we need need the police there. But you can't tell me that these cities that all this stuff's happening and that's this is another reason why a lot of these stores are closing up shop. I mean, like in Los Angeles you have all these stores like Louis Vuitton and Nike and uh, Sephora. They're all being people just go in there and just take the fucking shit and leave and they're not even prosecuted. Do you think those stores are really going to want to stay open if they can't make a profit because somebody just walked into the store and took about $10,000 worth of merchandise? It's going to kill the economy. It's only damaging the economy when you don't have the necessary means to protect your stores. And that's why... I think it needs to be where everybody just starts carrying a fucking gun. Want to live like the Wild Wild West? We need to be the Wild Wild West. You steal something, you're going to get your ass shot. That just needs to be the way it needs to be. Let's just go back to the old days of the Wild Wild West. Got a problem with somebody? Go out in the fucking street... Take your 10 steps, turn around, last one standing, fucking wins. That's the way we need to go back to, then that's where we need to go. But it's all by design. You know, the Democratic Party wants chaos. Just look at the summer we had a few years ago where they were burning cities down. That's what they want. Now, I'm not saying that the Republican Party doesn't have its flaws, but that's what the Democrats want. They want chaos in America. But that's why there's backdoor deals being done between both parties. Well, you guys can have your summer of violence, and we'll just make sure that we continue to tell the people on the right side that we're going to make changes and you put us into office, things are going to change. No, they're not. You are all bought out by the lobbyists and people don't fucking care. The, the government doesn't care about we the people. 
it's a joke to think that our people in, in office care about the American people because they do not. <clears throat> but anyways. So we had all this stuff with the train derailments and I just want to bring up what happened yesterday is you had a U.S. uranium site in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. It was a processing facility and it was caught on fire. Now this processing facility, it was actually built back in 1942 as part of the Manhattan Project. Now, this site, it's supposed to be de decommissioned in 2025. But I found it funny that this thing caught on fire and you know what it sits next to? The Tennessee River. The Tennessee River, so another water resource that's potentially going to be uh, contaminated. Just unreal. You know, and then I had someone tell me that they heard military planes flying above uh, overnight last night. I can't confirm it. But if there's anybody out there, please message me if you have any information on it. Um, I'm just hearing it through a couple couple sources that it happened, but there's no video. So if there's no video or no uh, true evidence of it, I can't can't confirm it. But you know that's what I'm hearing from people that live down there. So it's just. It's just all coordinated efforts to attack the American people, and that's what they want to do. And that's what they're going to do until we decide to stand up and fight back. Now, I was talking about uh, China and going into Taiwan. Now, I'm seeing on the news right now that the U.S. is sending up to 200 more troops to Taiwan as tensions with China grows. See, this is escalating even further. We're starting to see more and more of this go on with Taiwan and with the U.S. and China. They want complete and total war. China's not going to back down, we're not going to back down, and it's only going to escalate from there. And that's just the way the world's turning right now. We need to come together as a country and let our leaders know, you work for us. And there's no any way, other way around it is that you work for us. <coughs> because at the direction of the global elites, the UN, they want mass chaos. They want war everywhere. Now, on an interesting fact and an interesting topic that was talked about last night was about the Bible and Revelations and all this stuff. And not to make people butt hurt, but 
To me, I think the Bible is nothing more than a manipulation tool to control the masses and keep us divided. Now, I do believe that man is not worth trusting when it comes to writing things such as the Bible. Which means also man is not trusted to not follow along the storybook of Revelations and create it. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. I think you have some evil fucking people that want to write a movie script and play it out that we go to World War Three in a military manner. So you see all the precursors of all the cyber warfare. You're seeing the biological and chemical attacks. You're seeing the psychological uh, warfare that's going on. You're seeing the informational warfare that's going on. You're seeing all the technological uh, warfare that's going on. And it's all coming to a head. And AI... I mean, is, has anybody checked into chat GPT? It's some scary shit going on. You know, when artificial intelligence can pretty much take control and control everything, there's a reason to be concerned. I mean, back in 2016, uh... There was the creation of Sophia, the robot. Now, I think it was David Hansen, if I remember correctly. Part of a Japanese um, robotics company. They, they created Sophia, the robot. <clears throat> 2017, she was made a uh, citizen of Saudi Arabia. And she's a... Innovation Ambassador for the UN's uh, Innovative Programs. Now, they're trying to mass-produce Sophia. So that means we're going to see, like, the cyborgs. You're going to see the, you know, Terminator robots coming after people. It's a ways away. But I think it's on its way. I think with AI, there's nothing but the chance for everything to go sideways. And the fact that right now, AI is at the part where it's uh, human recognition and uh, understanding how human society works is pretty fucking scary. Now, I know on Joe Rogan's po podcast... He had Lex Friedman on there. It's a great episode. I suggest you guys go listen to it. Because he gives you the idea of where AI is going. And the things to be worried about with AI. And it's, it's a great episode. We just lived in a... We're just living in a really fucked up place right now. Um, everywhere you turn, there's all kinds of division. But everybody needs to start coming together. We need to stop the division. This is what they want. And if you can't see that, then I think you're part of that problem.
just we need to wake up in a hurry. We need to be having conversations with everyone of every walk of life. It's just it needs to happen or else it's it's game over. It's checkmate. It's game set match. You see all the things that are happening is by design. If you thought that COVID just happened to happen, you're still sleeping. That was a bioweapon that was created in the Wuhan lab of virology and released in China for a simple reason. China is running the 15-minute cities there. It's been going on for three years. You think about three years ago. That was the start of COVID. They want to get people locked down. They want to run a simulation. They want to see how they could get us all trapped into our homes and get us all under surveillance. That's why they want you to get all these smart, smart homes. That's why they want you to have the little robots and the smart TVs, the Roombas. They want you to have the shit in your house so they can listen to you, so they can watch you, and they can manage you. That 15-minute city is no fucking joke. You know, you look in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, they're on the start of it. You know, Oxshireford, England, they're in the middle of it. There's several other countries that are doing it. But China was the one that was deployed on. And they were running the simulations to try and perfect it a little bit before they started it anywhere else. What a better place to do it than China where you have a billion people. And you have a socialist, communist dictator that controls everything you do. Yeah, they have some freedoms in, in China. But not very much. They're under surveillance. They are not allowed to have internet like we have internet. <clears throat> Their internet is micromanaged. You're not allowed to have certain things on your computer there. Can't talk about certain things. Definitely can't talk about the government. Or they'll drag you out in the street and shoot you. This is why they want total and absolute control. This is why I said what I said about the Bible. It was a manipulation tool that they could use to control the masses and keep people divided back in that time frame. Now, the internet, the media, the governments, they are that manipulation tool. They use each other. To keep you under control, to keep you consumed with fear, to keep you on your toes about what you can do, what you can do. That's why everything's so sensitive now. Like, if you get on TikTok and you make a post about Biden and going to Ukraine and giving $500 million to Ukraine, they'll take that shit off there now. They'll censor you real quick. 
but if a 13 14 year old girl wants to get on there be half dressed and shake her ass it's completely fine they want you to see that shit they want to manipulate your mind they want to alter your mind to accept this that's why grooming is so bad in the schools now they want your kids to be able to sleep with the teachers and sleep with the principals, sleep with the janitors, sleep with whoever works in that school, and then be able to go out into society and be taken advantage, advantage of by other adults. This is why we parents have an issue with what's going on in our school systems. We cannot allow that to go on. It's sickening. It's disgusting. But it's just another form of indoctrination to mold these kids into accepting it. And mold the parents into accepting it. That's why they call you a terrorist if you're at the school board meetings rising up against it. But we have to continue to rise up against it and not just accept it as part of it. If this shit's still continuing on in your school systems, one, either show up at the school boards and raise fucking hell, or two, pull your kids out of the schools, make the schools lose the funding, and homeschool your kids to actually learn real shit. We need that. We need kids learning how to garden. We need kids learning how to... Uh, assemble and disassemble a gun and learn the safeties of a gun. This shit's needed. They need to learn cursive. They need to know how to write a check and how to balance a checkbook. We don't need all this digital currency. We don't need people telling our kids that are not even their parents what to do. And how to take it. It's a must that the parents in this country stand up for our kids. Both my kids are grown. But I'm standing up for the future generations here. We have to. So before I get back to it. I want everyone to know that I want to promote your small business. Now, if you have a small business and you would like for me to promote it, just get with me. Um, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram. You can message me there. You can find me on Twitter, uh, True Social. Or I have an email, renegadesrantpodcast at outlook.com. So please get in touch with me. <clears throat> and the first small business I want to take care of and promote is patriotfishinggear.us. Now, Donnie, he's found on TikTok. He's found on Instagram. Or you can go to his website, www.patriotfishinggear.us. Now, it's fishing, F-I-S-H-I-N. Do not put the G on there, but it's without the G. Donnie's got a lot of great products. You can go check him out. He's got t-shirts. He's got hats. Um, got sock hats. He's got some really badass tumblers that he, he does himself. 
He can do custom ones. So please go check him out. He's got great products and I will continue to promote him on this show. So please go check out PatriotFishingGear.us. Okay, so back to the whole school situation. We need parents to stand up for these kids. We need America to stand up for these kids. You know, when I say it's all by design, there's all kinds of aspects of things being designed. And that's one of the things. It was the indoctrination of our kids. You know, back in the 60s, it was taken over. LBJ was all about the indoctrination of our kids. He was all about the social programs. He wanted to destroy the nuclear family. And he did so. You know, it's just like... Um, the war on drugs. There was no war on drugs. It was war on the people. That was all by design. They wanted to be able to flood the inner cities with heroin and crack cocaine and force a lot of the black males into the prison systems and take away the dads in the inner cities. And they were successful at doing that. And they continued to do that for years. And still happening. You're seeing it time and time again. That's why it's very important that we decriminal, decriminalize a lot of the drug charges that were brought against a lot of the black males that are in the prison systems. You know, it's ridiculous that you have a couple pounds of marijuana and then they give you a 10, 15, 20 year sentence. But that's what, that's what it was all about. You know, you had Nixon that pushed it, the war on drugs. You had Reagan that solidified it with the just say no. Um, then you had uh, old man Bush, he backed it. And then you had Obama with Joe Biden, I mean, they continue to push it. Biden had the 94 crime bill. You know, him and Kamala Harris locked up a lot of black people. But it was all by design. They wanted to keep the black males off, off the streets and out of the homes. They want to be able to go after the single moms and get them on social programs. They wanted to create havoc in the inner cities. That's why they went through and they took away a lot of the businesses and the, and the jobs out of the inner cities. I mean, just look at Detroit. A lot of the inner cities lost great jobs. The factory jobs, the... You know, just the, the great paying jobs that were there are no longer in those cities. And it was all by design. They wanted to keep black people at war with each other. They wanted to continue to push that the white man's holding them down. Now you're seeing it on the flip. Now you're starting to see where white people are just racist no matter what. Which is bullshit. But now they, they, they're flipping the script on 
on white people. And we're just, you know, we're all in the same pot and we're all getting shit and pissed on. And it's all by design. We're seeing it time and time again. And until we wake up and we come out of this fucking terrible dream and quit thinking that our government supports us and and is for we the people, it's going to continue to happen. We have got to do better. We have got to get these people out of there. It's why I continue to push. We need to be ungovernable. We do not need a centralized federal government doing what they're doing. We can self-govern ourselves. We can make things work ourselves. We don't need these motherfuckers up here lying to us, taking tax money and sending it off to other countries. And the thing that gets me too is with Biden is, you know, we're now supposed to support Ukraine as far as taking care of the pensions and retirement of their people. Ain't that some shit? They want us to fucking help retire their people. But yeah, we got people over here that are sleeping on the fucking streets. You got people in Ohio that are struggling that don't have clean drinking water. But yeah, let's go ahead and take of another take care of another country. I mean, we're already taking care of Mexico too. We're allowing them to come right into the southern border and come right into this country. And as soon as they hit the fucking doorstep, they're handed EBT cards, cell phones, prepaid credit cards, and given Section 8 housing and everything else. But yet, the average everyday American who works for a fucking living gets no fucking relief. Absolute and total fucking bullshit. Abolish this government. They don't care about America, period. You can say, well, Trump's going to help out. Trump's only one person. He's not even going to get into office. They will cheat and steal another election before he ever gets into office. Ever again. We missed our mark. Now they're going to continue to steal. They steal right in front of our faces in this previous midterm election. They will do the same in 2024. But DeSantis will save us. No, DeSantis won't save us. Nobody's going to save us. The only people that can save us out of this bullshit is us. We help put ourselves in this fucking mess. It's up to us to get our shit ourselves out of this shit ourselves it's not going to happen it's not going to happen with any of these politicians none of them period all bought and paid for if you think there's a clean politician in dc point one in my direction i'll show you that they're a fucking crook it's all political theater this is just One big fucking Shakespearean play. 
They do sleight of hand very well. This is why we tell you when there's a major push on a story in the news, your ass better be looking the opposite way. They're distracting you for a reason. You think that's a lie? Well, then go back and look at the 2012 Smith-Munt Modernization Act that Obama signed into, into law. It's right there to deploy propaganda on the American people, to push a narrative, to keep us consumed, consumed with shit we don't need and consumed with fear. Look at the National Defense Authorization Act of 2013. They can march right into your home and drag your ass outside and go put you in a fucking prison without due process they can do illegal search and seizures if they want it's all under that the Patriot Act oh well the Patriot Act isn't around yeah it is it's still here the NSA they continue to spy on us just look into the NSA data mine out in Utah the supercomputer. Look at the 90 plus fusion centers all around the country. Look at every surveillance camera that's in every part of every city and every little town and every big city around the country. You got automated license plate readers. All these new uh, cars are coming out with RFID chips. There's RFID chips in your driver's licenses. You got the Real ID Act coming. Hell, by May of 2023, here in Kentucky, we have to be in compliance with it. We have to have our Real ID Act. I refuse to get it. Fuck them. You're not going to make me carry something that's going to fucking be my passport in and out of other states. Something that I got to carry that keeps track of me. I already carry a phone that's a tracking device. But I'm pretty easy to catch. I'm a pretty routine person. But I'm very fucking self-aware I have situational awareness. You're going to really have to catch me off fucking guard. This government wants to go to war with the American people? We can go there. But you can bet your ass you will fucking lose. That's why they haven't done anything yet. We are the last country that holds hope to the entire world. But the day they decide to try and pull some shit and show up on our doorstep, that's when the real revolutionary war is going to hit. That's when we the people say we've had a fucking enough. It's when we the people say you fucked around and you found out. And I totally believe in holding a world court for our politicians 
they have crimes against humanity on their hands. They launched a chemical attack against the people of Ohio, the people east of the Mississippi River, the people who live south along the Mississippi River. You wanted war, you'll get a war. You want to try and kill us off? Keep trying. The American people are slowly waking up. But we need to wake up faster. And we need to be ready. We need each other. We do not need the government. The government is nothing more than an evil entity that is a branch of the globalists that want to continue to push their evil, sinister fucking plan. Go ahead, try the you will own nothing and be happy, Klaus Schwab. But I say this, and I mean it, and this will be what I'm going to end on. There's just a few thousand people that are running this world. And to all of you that are involved in this, I'm asking people worldwide to put a bounty on your head. We know who you are. There are people that work around you, whether it's somebody serving them food, driving them, doing their laundry, they're doing their dry cleaning. Operate at the hotels that they stay at. Flying the planes they fly. Someone somewhere knows who they are. So my call to you, my call to any of the veterans out there, put teams together. It's time to go hunting. And it's time to track these people down and hold them accountable. All right, that's the show, everybody. Have a good one. So I want to take another couple minutes out and talk to you about the human trafficking going on in this country and around the world. 21 million trafficking victims are trapped and forced into labor and slavery every year. Of those, one in four are under the age of 18. The estimated number of children trafficked around the world is 5.5 million. Now, there's another amazing nonprofit organization. They're a 501c3. We want the names. Now, they have a foundation and they have a website, wewantthenames.com. This is ran by Jess and Amy and their team of people that are doing amazing things with this website, this organization, this foundation. They have uh, Sexual Assault Survivors Anonymous that you can find more information about on their site. Moms Against Maps. 
They also hold events around the country, which their next one will be Saturday, May 6th in El Paso, Texas. We the people are fed up with the border crisis protest. They also have another one Saturday, October 7th in Washington, D.C. We want the names. Now, we're trying to get the government to get the investigations and get the arrests of the people who are on the Epstein flight logs. We want the names, we want the arrests, we want the investigations to happen. This needs to happen. We need to shed more light on the human trafficking and the sexual exploitation of our children that's taking place around the world. So please go check out wewantthenames.com. Thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast. Find the Kentucky Renegade Patriot on TikTok and Instagram, as well as the Renegades Rant Podcast on Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, as well as Anchor.fm.